the Literary Listener podcast. These are five-minute reviews of audiobooks. Why not get involved on Instagram by following at Literary Listener? Let me know what you think of the reviews and which books I should be listening to. Today's review is Troubled Blood by Robert Galbraith, a.k.a. J.K. Rowling. Uh, This book came out um, last September, September 2020. Um, I had it on pre-order and I was really looking forward to it coming out. I also had only just started doing uh, reviews and I really wanted to review it. But on the day of publication, um, there was a Twitter storm. Uh, J.K. Rowling... um, you may remember, has actually been in under a lot of um, media furore over her views um, on transgender women specifically. Um, and when the news came out that she had written about a murderer who dressed in women's clothing, well, the Twitter storm, I just wanted to stay as away from it as much as possible. But I, I did want to listen to the book, um, so I pressed ahead with it. Um, I think I had discovered the series maybe about three years ago um, and once I'd listened to the first book um, I'd absolutely fallen in love with it. Um, I I knew that the BBC had made um, a series um, of the first three books and and so I I started to watch that as well. I didn't really uh, like what they'd done with the characters in the BBC series but nevertheless um, I pursued watching them because the stories that... Robert Galbraith or JK actually writes um, and these characters um, Cormoran Strike and uh, Robin Ellicott are just they're two of the most interesting flawed fascinating um, individuals I think um, I've come across in sort of literature like this certainly in in crime novels Um, so they're really quite addictive Um, in fact I I actually remember um, I started reading well, I started listening to one of them um, when I, I went to New York um, and at the time I was training for a half marathon. Um, I ran around Central Park, uh, not actually inside it, around it, um, and listening to the third book, I believe it was. So, um, yeah, something that just kept me going. Really interesting uh, stories, plot twists, plot turns. Anyway, so here I was listening to Troubled Blood thinking, gosh, what is going to happen um, what have I let myself in for? Now, the story itself is, um, well, it twists and turns. Um, many people who've listened to it, reviewed it, said the same sort of things. There's red her- herrings all over the place. Um, you can't help but feel that actually J.K. Rowling did this on purpose, um, you know, keeping people on their toes. Maybe, actually, all the furore on Twitter was maybe a bit of a, a press uh, dangling of, of, of getting people interested. don't know. Um, so there are a few things about this production, uh, the narration in particular, um, that are worth mentioning. So, um, I've listened to, which I think is the, um, main, uh, production of this, of this book, um, which has been available via Audible and has been narrated by Robert Glenister, um, who has actually narrated all the other strike books. Um, I mean, he's he's an absolutely fabulous actor, and and something that he really brings, and that he uh, develops the character, the narration around them, their accents, um, the feeling that he presents in his narration, is what 
probably keeps me and many others coming back. However, it was odd um, when this production came out. Um, there were a few strange things, a few pronunciations that were all wrong. Now, I've recently uh, listened back to some of the, the issues. Um, for example, there's a character who's been referred to as Elsa um, all the way through. And, and in this production, um, she was being called Isla. Um, that's gone now. Um, and there, there are a few other things, but but overall, it, it did feel like the, the production potentially was was rushed. But um, as a listener, you were sort of going there the whole time thinking, didn't Robert Glenister actually look back or listen back to what he'd done in the past? It, it, it was a bit unfathomable. But anyway, as I say, that's now been corrected. So not necessarily the biggest problem. Um you know the the whole book uh, actually is it's incredibly long it's it comes in at 31 hours and 51 minutes um as the audiobook in paperback it's over a thousand pages long i actually spoke to a friend who um had read it recently um and she she really did feel like oh gosh this is quite a tome um so yeah it, it, i think you know potentially lots of people are saying it's a bit of an overindulgence but I think those of us who are uh, key fans of this series really enjoyed that you know I, I did give 31 hours of my life over to the story I don't regret it for an instant um there are some irksome moments such as every chapter begins with a quote from Edmund Spencer's The Fairy Queen and I'm not gonna lie literally as I was listening to this um when you got to that point, when you heard Edmund Spencer, the fairy queen, I did start to sort of slightly take the mickey out of it because I'd heard it so many times and it was it was a bit dragging on. Reading the synopsis of the fairy queen on Wikipedia, I can see there are some parallels that potentially J.K. Rowling has tried to emulate. She is clearly um, a fan, a scholar of, of Latin and uh, older texts, ancient texts, um, you only have to really delve into the Harry Potter series to see um, how much Latin features in that. And, and she does seem to reach around the classics for uh, things that she's going to bring into her storytelling. It, it didn't work for me. I, I, I found it annoying. Um, and as a big fan, perhaps um, it probably would have really annoyed others. Um, the other thing that I, I think is it, it, it's J.K. Rowling's writing all over, really. She she clearly seems to uh, bring a lot of her own personal experience, a lot of her own views into her writing. Um, and this time we we did hear a lot more about Robin Ellicott's uh, rape that happened to her whilst she was at university. We actually found out the, the full story. Um, it's also the first time that we've got any sort of real-time uh, dates um, in the story and the, the book was actually set around the Scottish around the Scottish referendum in 2014 um, a moment which actually uh, alerted me to the fact that in theory Robin and I are, are the same age with a birthday very very similar uh, as well so yeah it just feels like she's trying to tell JK's story in this book however that doesn't take away from what is essentially an incredibly well-written um, whodunit. It's a cold case. It's from 1974, so Strike and Robin really have to comb over everything. It's a whole year in the detective agency, a whole year of everything that's happening to them, um, from Strike's uh, aunt, who um, is, is very unwell, and all the touching moments that, that go on and really delve back into his childhood, to Robin's 
divorce. Um, finally, oh, I was so annoyed with her her husband. Oh, I'm so glad that actually happened. Um, but yeah, so all of these different things that take place in, in the agency as well, Robin taking uh, more responsibility on as well as the uh, enormously complex story that does reach quite an interesting, if not spectacular, end, actually. Um, without wanting to give anything away, um, I did feel that the um, how this book actually resolves um, is one of the reasons um, why all the press and furore around it is kind of um, irrelevant. It, it isn't what you think. Um, you'll have to listen or read the book um, to to find out what I'm, I mean by that. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I do think that JK's storytelling is one of my favourite things, um, right from listening, watching, reading Harry Potter um, in, in the good old days. Um, I, I, I've always loved the stories that she tells. Um, her writing used to leave an awful lot to be desired, but I do think as time's gone on, she has become a better writer. And for me, uh, that's why I would give this book a five out of five, the, the series, the characters, and the narration. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's a great follow-up book. And uh, that's why I felt that it really did belong um, in this review series. So the audiobook is uh, now on Audible for twenty nine ninety nine, which is still pretty hefty uh, if you don't have a membership. Um, but I do note that the, the book itself uh, now on paperback around eight or nine quid. So um, if you fancy reading a thousand pages rather than spending twenty nine ninety nine, uh, then perhaps that will be a easier, if not quicker, um, way of, of getting into this book. So that's my first 10 minute review uh, that I've done. Um, in this series, I have already uh, featured two books within one episode. And today uh, I've given an extra bit of time to a book that I think um, has a lot to tell. So I will be exploring as the series moves on whether or not I stick with the five minute feature. But for now, I aim to go back to that. So look out for a new episode next week. And um, thanks very much for listening look out for my new reviews coming your way soon um, and do subscribe so they uh, download straight into your podcast library um, or you can find me on twitter at emma underscore henwood or on instagram literary listener <laughs>